hello everyone welcome to the new episode of everyday talkies now before you jump on to listening to this episode wait take a breath smile get your regular dose of life changing entropy here on everyday talkies Hello guys welcome to the new episode of Everyday Talkies today we have a special guest for all of you you know for the past couple of weeks you have been hearing me talk about history evolution and uh, we also did some you know mini series on psychology criminal psychology and all of that but today i have somebody special i think this is the first time i'm calling somebody so elder to me who i have only met in a professional setting so i am a project manager from my ex workplace now since i moved on to do my mba hey preeti welcome to the podcast hey anshul thanks thanks for having me there and um, i just realized i'm getting older <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was checking your linkedin profile and you graduated in engineering the year i was born so that makes oh, wow. me feel really young or like what should i feel <laughs> i don't know about you but i am definitely feeling my age now <laughs> but you know after following you after seeing your social media and all your interest after hearing about them you're becoming young you're just exploring different facets of your life and we're about to talk about that so you know let's begin the traditional way because for people to understand you and know you you know you currently as a, working as a project manager in shell and you know leading so many different projects but how did you venture into this field uh, you know as a child everyone has these hota na dreamy jobs or uh, dreamy aspirations that i want to be an astronaut or an engineer or a doctor or anything for that matter what was that for you i don't really remember what i wanted at some point i wanted to become a doctor but my mom told me that uh, she has seen me so she knows that i won't be able to put so much of effort uh-huh. <laughs> so better i should take engineering <laughs> and that was also coming from the point of view that my sisters my elder sisters were doing engineering then so that was a you know easier way that's what she decided for me and so why just followed that and uh, some somewhere uh, during that time computers were still coming up mm-hmm. so we got to do our heads on i i was in electrical engineering brand but when we started coding and all i really developed a lot of interest in that and in my batch you know one of our professor used to give all interesting uh, coding i mean some uh, problems here statement he will give and i will be the first one to crack it so that boosted my confidence and that's when uh, in i think my third fourth semester i knew that i wanted to get into computers so then as i graduated i did my be and i started uh, trying for uh, jobs in it So that's how I got into IT. I mean, it was becoming clear during my engineering, electrical engineering, that I wanted to be in IT. So yeah, it's, I started as a programmer, and then I used to just love doing that. I will just, you know, it will be like you start your day and you won't know when it will it's ended, right? You'll be so lost in coding. I used to just enjoy doing that, and then life took its turn. I got into management. I started enjoying that as well. and as you know that i am a, a cc lead right now i manage a team of uh, pms and then i am also doing a program management for one of the initiative that we were working together so that's how it all happened you know tell us something because you know all the previous guests that i've had you know they are around my age so we always speak from a perspective that you know we did, we just completed an engineering right i am going for my masters and people are just doing their job and they're loving it but you have lived through all of that you have lived through that engineering dream and uh, you are here so how is that life like tell us they give us confidence for these young generations people like me that everything will be okay within a span of 10 15 years you don't have to stress so much oh, obviously i mean there's nothing to stress about and what i have a scene and what i have experienced right that everybody has their own strengths 
and one should work on their strengths so even when i got into engineering i started enjoying this work but uh, as a person i am very creative so even in workplace just doing my regular work did not help me what helped me was you know uh, using my strengths so many times in my career it has happened that i was able to think out of box you know the way people were thinking i was thinking in a different way and i tried doing things in a different way and that helped me so i mean just uh, we all are in the same boat right uh, we are in the career in some path in some level but just see what is more positive for you what what works for you and just try to improve on that and that will work because in organization every type of person is required every skill set is required every strength is required so you exhibit your strengths so that is what i would suggest all youngsters you know uh, i was talking to some of the audience members and they had this one question for you don't you feel bored after working so many years in this uh, in an industry we learned that you enjoy creative thinking so you think out of the box and you find solutions to these problems but after a time you know working 15 20 years in this industry things sometimes might get monotonous how do you tackle that feeling no i never felt that way because i was always trying to do something different i mean outside work also i try to do a lot of different things because i feel that there's so much to explore and just doing one type of work will not really interest you so as you rightly said it can become mundane if you are not trying out something else so over the last so many years i have tried i mean people say what are you up to now <laughs> and somebody asked me how's your painting going recently and i was like um, painting and i kind of uh, forgotten that i used to do painting also before <laughs> so i have moved from one thing to another uh-huh. in a very short time i've done something that interested me at that point of time and then i moved on so a lot of things i have been trying and that keeps me going if that works for you just keep try experiencing things just don't get too bogged down or too uh, stuck to one thing that's what i would say and that will keep you going and the present work also you will enjoy doing yeah i had this um, you know thought i i think i might have mentioned it earlier uh, in one of the episodes but from early age we are all taught in a system in a school where in a day of 6 hours or 8 hours of schooling life we are taught different subjects and yeah. that is how we have been trained for i think the first quarter of our life so 20 25 years for whatever education in whatever field you're doing you know there's a sports period there's a tiffin break for you to enjoy then there is uh, <laughs> you know maths and on the other hand there is history so you're having a wide gamut of knowledge and this diversity encourages you and that's why you enjoy so when you come to this work life and then people start to blame that things are becoming monotonous i think it's because of the habit that we have cultivated over the past 20 25 years that you know we need diversity in our day to day life and as you correctly mentioned right that if you have hobbies or and if it keeps on rotating you don't have to be an expert at it you can just keep on trying new things and keep on exploring new things and that is how you'll keep your life exciting yeah very true and you never know what will really stick right what will your next passion unless you try you won't know so it's better to keep trying 100% true but this gives me an awesome segue to all the different things that you're trying right now <laughs> uh let's talk about covid first because i think that's the meat of the matter um, the world is going through a pandemic for i think nearly 2 years now how are you dealing with it yeah it's pretty good actually uh, because i feel that i have a lot more time in my hand yeah i miss going to office meeting people my team and all those but i think this is a phase right we'll get over it so i'm enjoying this phase apart from all other you know bad news that you may have got and uh, all sadness around but i feel that it's a good time for a person to really you know look inside think what they really want to do a lot of people now getting into that mode so that's good two years and you being a person who keeps on trying new interest what has uh, kept you interested or involved your time outside of work i've seen the past year so i know that has been a bit stressful but apart from that what has kept you going as i said right covid did not 
help me on uh, trying out new things and i'm person who cannot sit idle so i was on a break for a week and uh, something came in front of me so i thought i'd give it a try and that is uh, on animal communication through telepathy you can communicate with animals so that intrigued me when i saw that because i also have a pet uh, i thought maybe it's a good avenue to learn something in this one week time i have and so that i am i can able to communicate with my own pet but that opened up a entirely new <laughs> dimensions for me so that is something new and then i'm also learning about stock market and all those so that's keeping me going actually it's hands full now with this extra and my office work i understand okay so first of all kudos to you and thank you for giving us an example setting up an example that you know whatever age it's never time to stop learning if you are interested go for it you need to explain all of us and especially me what is animal communication and animal communication by telepathy this sounds so futuristic and so mind boggling i try to do my research i read something about it but i still could not wrap my head around it so please explain us what exactly this is yeah so it's not thing futuristic it's actually very ancient uh, if i may call it that way yeah, because language was developed much later right but before that also there was a lot of communication happening mm-hmm. so what i understand is that uh, this is all happens through telepathy so you would have noticed like uh, uh, you would have thought about a friend and that friend would have called you and it happens that you are thinking about someone and someone uh, is also thinking about you so it's all with a telepathy and now it used to be a word for me before when somebody will say i will say oh yeah there's something about it but i really experienced it so it happens very easily with animals because animals do, do not have language of their own so they communicate through telepathy all the time with other animals or they try to do it with their human also but we human because we have language we have lost this telepathic or psychic communication we really don't think through or we don't get those signals because we have language it's easy right i got to know about this and then uh, it all happens through deep meditation you go a little deeper into meditative state and then you uh, have a intention that you want to connect with somebody and this person or animal could be anywhere in the world it need not be in front of you in fact telepathy uh, happens with a deceased animals also with a deceased person also it can happen so there is some energy somewhere in the world that you can connect to and you can get messages from them it actually looked like you know <laughs> something very abstract to start with but when i started experiencing it that's when i got to believe it then it's actually helping so i did put a intention to connect with someone especially animals and then i start getting signals i can communicate i can ask questions i get the answers and it happens through five senses that we have so answers can come in any form it can be in the form of image or a feeling or a, you know i can feel a taste i can feel if i am asking animal how he or she is i get a feeling many times when i have confirmed with their pet parents and all I got to know yeah that pet had that issue so they send the signals through the feelings also so that's how it works basically i don't know how to really explain it but that's that's how it is happening <laughs> no no but this sounds so fascinating because there is this whole dimension of communication that you know as you mentioned that we have uh, forgotten over the years that we have evolved and you know animals are such beautiful creatures pet lovers really want to communicate with Absolutely. their animals because they do not have the ability to speak like us right understanding or learning the skill may open new frontiers for them but explain us like how is exactly the procedure so what happens let's say that i have a pet i really don't but let's say that i have a pet and if you uh, had to communicate with him like would there be a video call or would i have to just send you a photo how would that yeah work? so as i said right intention has to be made first so for me to uh, communicate with somebody i don't know i need to have a maybe a picture or a name or a age so i can actually have a intention of uh, connecting with so and so pet so for that we ask for a picture name and uh, gender and all those things 
but then you know uh, like wild animals when i have communicated with wild animals i had only got pictures no name they don't have a name they don't we don't know their age we don't know all other details so only intention works it's all anywhere in the world they are even if they are deceased if you have intention to connect with that soul i should say you will be able to and guys you know if you are skeptics amongst us i can absolutely understand you i will link preeti's channel she has been releasing this awesome videos both in english and hindi do check them out because when i saw those four and five four or five videos it was absolutely mind blown she was looking at pictures of tigers and telling the history what they might have gone through what are the problems that they might have faced or where they are currently living and this absolutely blew my mind like i thought initially i am essentially to be truly speaking preeti i'm a skeptic so whenever somebody <laughs> says anything to me i'm like okay this is not possible this is some, some kind of coincidence there is some kind of science behind it but when i saw those videos and when you give those proofs that yeah these uh, animals actually went through it i was i was shocked like there is no level and the detail that you went through that okay this uh, tiger is living in such and such area they might have experienced it's so detailed that there is no level of coincidence factor there as well it was mind blowing for me also because this i did when i initially started doing and uh, i wanted to try with something which i don't know the animals i don't know about so this is from one of my friend who is a animal enthusiast she goes to the wild and takes a pictures and she she has understanding of or she knows the background of these animals so it started with that she gave me three tigers pictures and for each tiger it was very different and it came out to be uh, right in fact it was more like you know i wanted to validate myself whether i am able to do it or not and then this is all helping me to build confidence i'm like you know very initially it's just two months i'm into this if anybody is interested i'm sure you know pet lovers amongst us they would love to gather the skill you know how can they do it like uh, if you could give a let's say a 5 minute crash course and recommend uh, somebody who can yeah you can give it a try see if a person is by nature very uh, intu- intuitive right some people are very intuitive they can get a feel of what's happening so if you are already one of those then it is very easy for you you just have to sit in a quiet place with no disturbance you get into a meditative state you make a intention that i want to communicate with this pet so and so pet imagine their photo in, in your mind and you start asking the questions so it takes about maybe 10 minutes to get into a very deep relaxation state and uh, you sit straight also you don't uh, lie down because you might fall <laughs> fall asleep right so the thing is you sit in a very comfortable your spine straight uh, you meditate get into a deep uh, relaxation and then imagine uh, animal and you start communicating and see what comes out start doing that and you will see uh, if you try to do it with somebody who don't you don't know uh, let's say some distant friends friends pet right who you don't know who's there in the family what is this pet all about and you try doing that and see what comes out and then you validate then that will help you to build confidence is it really helping or is it your imagination initially when you start it feels like you know it's your imagination when i started i felt like you know i'm imagining something um, mind is a beautiful thing right you try to build a story so i was always doubting myself is it a imagination or it's really what i'm seeing and when you validate then you know no this is really what is reality so that's how i built confidence simple step it just that doesn't take more than half an hour if you want to try and it builds with confidence it's the videos which i have seen of people who are uh, 20 years into it they don't have to sit also to meditate they will just look at the animal like you know some people going to zoo 
looking at the animal and they are able to understand what's happening with them so it's so in- instantaneous with you. so it comes with experience for like anything else <laughs> guys do try this out this sounds so fascinating let me see if i can i don't know i don't think so i'm a very intuitive person or an imaginative person but i'll surely give it a try because i've always been interested to know about different cultures different things and but that is only limited to humans but when you expand the boundaries and you know initially i was just thinking about dogs because that was the first video i saw but then when i saw that you were expanding your horizons towards wild animals it there is a difficulty grasping this concept right that this is even possible in the, in today's world and there has been so many advancements in science but there is always this unanswered questions about you know be it soul or be it complexities of our mind a brain is i think one of the most unexplored places you know even though we have learned about what centers do what things like dreams things like premonitions things things like intuitiveness mm-hmm. itself right these things are very tough to explain and you know living example like yourselves and others who are pursuing this field are you know bringing us new challenges <laughs> to understand how this is really happening and how we are really communicating with you uh, you know animals for that matter but what is next in store for you in animal communication like what is the next challenge that you are setting up yourself let's see i think uh, people spend years together in this so i think i need that practice so i will continue to do wherever possible and i want to really uh, do something for uh, you know the animals who goes through the trauma right and some behavioral issues so i want to help those pets that is what i'm trying to do i'm thinking to do next if possible i want to sometime maybe you know uh, when i'm done with my job <laughs> i want to give back this might be another way to give back to the society so let's see i mean solve thoughts at the moment <laughs> you know the fact that you learning a new skill and thinking of implementing it and giving it back to the society i think there's nothing nobler than that and i'm sure you'll be able to do it whenever you want that that is just one facet that has been you know keeping you occupied i'm sure you you know took up the new dog that must keep you <laughs> occupied most of the time nowadays entertaining us also <laughs> true true you know i have been struggling with the concept of taking a new dog the fact that i live in a joint family i'm not sure whether my parents will allow that <laughs> but maybe someday when i move out i'll surely take over dog it seems uh, i think very soothing other than annual communication you mentioned that you you know got interested in stock markets and learning about that how is that journey yeah it's actually very good and uh, it's a very different way that uh, stock market or investing is looked at it is more from the uh, the lessons coming from uh, warren buffett Uh, how we used to implement into uh, stocks so it's more from that so there's a lot of new concepts coming in and looks like it's going in the right direction it's still too early i've just two months into this still to see the benefits coming but yeah i mean if this works then i might have another avenue to come out and do something for the society right because i'll be maybe investing and making my money So that's what I'm looking at. So at this stage, you know, until after so many years of experience, my thought process is more that you know, how do I start doing something for the society, not for myself only? And then where where are the other ways I can combine things, you know, bring things together, so that I can be of some use. So that's that's what uh, people of my generation would be thinking at this point of time. <laughs> but i think yeah we need people like you so that they can motivate us that that there is a point where you reach uh, where you will reach that you can give back to society just to dive a bit deeper onto this point right you mentioned that right now your mindset is you know learning these new skills giving it back to the society you're thinking in those lines but what about you know 10 years or 15 years earlier when you were early in your career you were 3 years 4 years down the job lane what was the mindset back then i think at that point of time it was more like you know where do i grow in my career how do i grow and uh, explore myself right how, how far i can go so those things were more in my mind than 
it's really right to have that mindset at that point of time when you're just 3 4 years into experience you want to explore right how much is your capability how far you can go because it's all pyramid right in uh, in the corporate not everybody can grow to a higher levels but you want to explore that where do you exist and how do you make your way up so that was in my mind and that's fair enough i think that's good to go right and then as you move on move up and then you will start so i was reading somewhere right uh, that uh, there are three stages the very first stage is for anybody is to how do you make money for yourself so that is in your initial part of the career that's what you think in your mid career you think about how do you invest yeah how do you make that money grow and then third uh, part is that how do you give back somewhere i think i am crossing that second and getting to the third yeah very natural for anybody you know there's this ikigai concept mm. also right that do what you like uh, do what you know makes you money and uh, do that contributes to the society i think it drives from the same philosophy of thought and uh, yeah it's it's okay to take risks it's okay to try different things i think that is the theme of this episode that we can see but you've been saying that animal communication and trading you know these you've picked up for the last couple of months covid has been going on for two years and i remember you know initially when we had a talk you were mentioning that you were you know super into marathons and running and all of that now i get some of it i'm not too much into it i get some of uh, those things i tried some of it after looking at my father but how did you get into that and are you still continuing that so that is part of my life now so that's why i don't speak about it much because you know something which is part of your life it's always <laughs> not talked about so much it's part of the routine yeah so i'm i'm continuing my practice i'm right now training for 21k though i have done a lot of uh, uh, full marathons and 50k's also but due to pandemic because we are not able to go out running and just running in a small place doesn't interest right so i'm just continuing to train for 21k so keeping my routine going and that helps to keep my emotional balance my all you know balanced in my balanced state it's when when i start my day with some workout a good workout <laughs> yeah so keep doing what you can maybe some sport i've also picked up by the way during this pandemic i've also picked up tennis oh wow it was always in in my complex but i never entered into tennis sport because i was always running you know <laughs> but then during this pandemic i thought uh, that was only sport facility which was open because you can keep distance with the trainer or other uh, fellow player right so that was only sports sports facility open so i thought let me give it a try so i took a lessons for a month or two and now i play with my friends so it's a good fun also like i always believe that having one sport activity in our life is absolutely yes. essential uh, i'm a bit strong on that factor even though i don't the myself practice it it's like uh, do what i say don't do what <laughs> i do it's something like that but uh, and obviously pandemic has given a muck to our plans but initially when i was in bangalore i used to go out with the friends to play badminton because badminton courts are easily available and uh, you know back in class maybe 11 or i think before uh, we had a club back in kolkata where i used to again play tennis so when you mentioned tennis those memories came rushing back to me so even you know i trained for a couple of months played there so i think sports teaches you and it's an important thing that you need to be fit and all of that but on top of that it teach it just builds a character the feeling of competitiveness right correct, it's correct. it's an absolutely wonderful feeling absolutely absolutely so we i mean we some friends goes together and then we have a lot of fun and then we play games some competitiveness also comes <laughs> so it's i mean totally you know you spend a, an hour you come come back happy satisfied that's how it's another thing to keep me going <laughs> one last question since you already covered the interest part i think this again question came out from the audience when you know i was talking to some of them uh, that you know i'm bringing such such people in the next episode so really they wanted to understand that in this it sector right especially when you started out the presence of females in this field was very very low mm. 
and you know there was some kind of discrimination or there was some you know things that our society is plagued with and since you went through all of that and you're currently where you are so did that have any impact on you or was it like a smooth sailing or how did that uh, phase go up so see anshu i if i look back during my time also though you know in engineering you will see very less number of girls yeah but then whoever uh, started off in it there were quite many who started off my first job also i remember a lot of females there and uh, so i have seen females around but what i have seen is over time that they drop out or you know basically they prioritize other things over their job so then if i really look back how many still continue to be in the uh, job or corporate uh, it's less because people started doing something else or they took priority over family over their job so all those things has happened and uh, when i try to understand why this really happened so maybe they did not get enough support right when they are started a family a lot of support is required from their families or their uh, husbands and all right i think getting that support or giving that support is very important for me if i look back my husband was also always very supportive he always said that things will work out just continue working at a point i was uh, i had taken two years break in between when my first daughter was born and i was very reluctant to come back to workforce and because of his support and uh, his confidence that i can come back i can do it that's how i entered and i'm so glad that i i again came back and i'm very happy where i am and um, so i think if you have female friends just keep going things will work out yeah and for male guys you know you have to keep supporting your family your better half so you have to keep supporting that's how we all have to support each other in that <laughs> and other thing anshul i just want to add now i have some male friends also who did not support their their wives initially they wanted them to prioritize family over job now i see them regretting they really regret because they now feel that uh, there was a lot of potential that they did not help to uh, pursue further and uh, financially also it matters right so i see them regretting now so that's another lesson i want to pass on no no but i think this is a very important one like beat anyone guys you know we live in a society where you know things are happening bad on a day to day basis especially in a pandemic time you see so much hardships it's just good humanity good be a good yeah. person support everyone Absolutely. you know everyone has dreams and aspirations everybody can achieve the percent uh, you know potential given enough support and you just need a motivation Yeah. from other person your partner your family anyone whatever happens uh, ups and downs are part and parcel of life there are risks involved but you only live once right Absolutely. Uh, you never know if you can come back again or not so you know do whatever you can you have only one life and explore everything and i think you have given us a small taste of that where you try so many different things and so many varied things right starting from animal communication which is absolutely very less understood about and on the other hand stock market which i think every teenager is going into right now and then you have this day life where you're involved with people like me <laughs> trying to deliver the work and getting the job done got fun yeah having a family there you know kudos to you maybe just one last question i know we are just going back to the serious note again maybe but people also wanted to know that you know since you're a cc lead that's a team lead right uh, for people who are not aware of the terminologies back in shell and you're managing a project so how does a typical day for you look like after you know 15 20 years in the industry i mean typical day is to <laughs> i mean see having a team a big team of uh, 17 people is not easy because everybody will have some issues they have some career aspirations that you have to help uh, them with so my generally my day starts with uh, having my conversation with my team okay it's good to understand what they are feeling how they i can help them so my generally uh, first one hour of the day starts uh, connecting with them and then this project which we work together that took uh, most of my time and then there will be a lot of uh, leadership meetings 
something that we are trying to do for the for our team or you know our community which is pm community so a lot of things that happens behind and then i also want to understand where shell is going where the company is going and in between wherever i get time i just try to see the stocks stock market and all <laughs> <laughs> so I, it has been happening like last one year or so i'm not able to get up even for 5 minutes from my desk because you know i'm moving on from my personal thing to professional thing and people to project and so it has been quite eventful i should say i mean i've been given advice that why do i why don't i take half an hour 20 minutes and take a short nap right and because i'm at home i don't feel like doing that because i'm so charged up i have so many things to it's running in my mind so whatever a meditation and all i have to do i do it in the morning my workout everything in the morning and then only when i finish my day if it ends with a good game of tennis i'm more than happy <laughs> but yeah, that's how it's been like because yeah. <laughs> wow so any final advices you know on how to deal how to maintain this constant motivation and avoid burnout because i think that's a severe issue when you're working so much it's important that you don't burn yourself out and just lose interest in everything that you're doing and i'm sure you're maintaining that and you're avoiding that so any final words to the audience and myself so i think very important for you to uh, sleep a day with the intention that what do you want to do the next day right wake up what do you want to wake up for <laughs> if there's something interest you you will definitely look forward for that day so anything i mean just pick up whatever you like doing apart from your regular job and uh, if you are just doing your job and you are thinking that that is only thing you're not doing justice to yourself because you're not just your job right you're more than that you have to keep exploring yourself so yeah i mean everybody has to take decisions for themselves but uh, this is what i can suggest yeah that's absolutely great and you know for people who you know exploring here i think means not just different hobbies do explore that but spending time with family spending time with friends absolutely. going out you should not just be defined by your job yeah and very rightly you said anshul friends friends are very important and why i did not mention about them because that is also very intrinsic part of my life the place i stay staying here for 15 years and i have very close knit friends group these are the people i go for tennis or go for some walk you know in the night so it's very intrinsic part of my life and we laugh or laugh <laughs> together a lot i mean it keeps us young also when you talk about that you know i said that i'm feeling my age i never felt my age because with these friends you always feel younger <laughs> so having a very good friends who you can rely on your 4am friends right it's very important invest some time for that you know friends is one place uh, i think in everyone's life where they can just detach from whatever hardships that they're going through and they can give you a more brash uh, outlook of your life <laughs> and uh, you can enjoy priti thank you so much for coming into this episode it was absolutely wonderful for hearing somebody from with your experience not to make you feel old but just to you know thank you for inspiring all of us that um, things will work out keep on exploring keep on trying new things and uh, yeah you're just not the sum of three words of your job role absolutely i thoroughly enjoyed talking to you anshu <laughs> it's been some time i've not spoken in these lines <laughs> so thanks for having me there and guys if any of you uh, pick up animal communication after listening to this episode let me know and if you want to connect to preeti i'll link her youtube channel uh, go reach her out there uh, show her support yeah thank you everyone for listening to this episode if you have any more suggestions whom we should call next do let us know so follow us on all the social media platforms you can support us on buymeacoffee.com/everydaytalkies and all of that but with that we'll sign off and keep meeting in the next episode bye bye thank you bye bye Thank you for listening to this episode. Follow us on social media and do let us know if you want to be part of the next episode. Till then, live long and prosper.